Cairo. Feast. Take a bite out of Dr. Jeff's wisdom so you can pay it forward. Come and get it. Cairo Feast is online and we are ready to serve and uh, serving up a little quick hitting dish here. It's not going to take you too long to nibble this and gulp it down. So uh, we're going to keep it kind of short. Um, I've got the Ten Commandments of Human Relations for you. And we're going to cover five today. So we're not going to cover all of it. Uh, we'll just give you kind of a bite-sized uh, portion today to chew on. Because I think if I just give you a little bit, uh, you're much more likely to apply some of it to your life. So uh, let's start serving it up here and we're going to go with the Ten Commandments of Human Relations. Now you might ask, well why? Why the heck are we talking about human relations? Well let me tell you something. You are in, you are in the human relations business you know, no matter who you are, but chiropractors, oh my goodness, you are in the people business. You are in the helping and serving people business. So you better think about how you are relating to people because if you're not focused on actually being intentional with your uh, skills and your development and your character and how you deal with people, then you're gonna fall flat on your face and uh, it's not gonna be a fun deal. So let me just tell you that people in general wanna do business with people they like. That's just plain and simple. They want to do business with people they like. Now, of course, you got to follow that up with, you know, a great product or a great service. You can't be a, you know, a horrible adjuster as a chiropractor. You got to have good hands and good technique. Uh, but those things are are pretty easy. Being a good human should be easy, but it's not. You know, and I think a lot of times it's because we're not very expressive. You know, as a as a group, chiropractors tend to not be as expressive as they need to be. And so I want to encourage you today, as we're talking about human relations and how to improve them and things that you can do in order to um, make your relationships better, think about just being more expressive, actually showing people these things that we're going to talk about. So let's let's start with number one. Number one, speak to people. Wow, groundbreaking. Speak to people. Actually engage. Talk to people. Where? Everywhere. Everywhere. Talk to people everywhere. Okay, so I battle with this because I got to be honest with you. I don't always, no, I would say maybe 50% of the time do I want to talk to people everywhere. I'm not, um, I'm not the life of the party. I am not like the jibber jabber uh, person that just bounces and can't shut up. I am not that person that can start up a conversation with a post. Now, my daughter, Sydney, she can make friends with a post or a tree or a bush. Or, I mean, the girl is, uh, is, is amazing at human relations. She can talk to anybody. My son is like that too. 
They just have a gift. Um, I've had to learn. I've learned how to start conversation. I've learned how to interact. I've learned how to speak to people everywhere. Because every time you speak to someone, you have an opportunity to impact them. Even if you're just, your interaction is just to say a kind word, it may make their day. You just, you don't know the power of interaction. And that's, that's what's been so sad about this entire pandemic period, which, uh, you know, for decades, we're going to be seeing studies done about the, the impact of this uh, pandemic period on, on human interaction. We were told we couldn't interact. We, could to- we were told we could only interact if we had a mask over our face. We couldn't see our faces. We couldn't see a, a smile, a grin, uh, you know, uh, some characteristics of, of our personality. We were told to stay six feet apart. We were told to do all these things are, which are anti-human relations. So um, now that we're on the backside of this thing, boy, I need, I need you guys to ramp this up. Ramp this up. Interact. Speak to people. Open your mouth. You don't need to give a speech. You just need to say a kind word. Interact. Start a conversation about somebody's shoes. I, I read a, a, a book once. Um, I don't know the name of the author, but the, the title of the book was Nice Bike. And it was, uh, the, the author was inspired to write this book because um, of an interaction that he had at a gas station where a guy uh, drove up, he rode up on a motorcycle that was stinking amazing. I mean, it was gorgeous. And you could tell that the owner of that bike just loved the bike. And this gentleman that wrote the book walked over to him and just stared at his bike, uh, mouth open, and just said, wow, nice bike. And the, the gentleman whose bike it was looked over, smiled, and just had this pride in in his bike and that moment just made his day just by somebody saying nice bike right so whether it be nice bike nice shoes cool car love the hat where'd you get that watch that's amazing you know beautiful ring that you're wearing nice necklace you know whatever it may be that's all i'm talking about here and i'm not talking about just your patients that know you okay I mean clearly you need to do that for your patients every time you see them as well give them a compliment about something but no I'm, t- I'm talking about at the grocery store at the gas station at the uh, at the restaurant when you're standing in line at subway I don't care where you are you know don't just be a bump start up a conversation say those are cool shoes where did you get those you know have that conversation. You never know where it's going to lead. And that is a part of being the human that people want to do business with. Okay, number two. Another ground. These are all groundbreaking. I mean, they're, they're just amazing. You've never heard these things before. Number two, smile at people. Smile at people. Okay, and, and I'm, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm telling myself this. 
show your teeth, okay? Every time I get my picture taken and I don't show my teeth, my wife like stops. She won't take the picture. She looks at me and goes, come on, you dummy, show us your teeth. You know, my, my mother did the same thing. I want to see teeth, 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 teeth. Okay, and so smile. Why? Because number one, it's disarming. And number two, it's charming. Those are both important pieces of smiling. Why, number one, disarming? Because sometimes there's confrontation in our world. Somebody doesn't want to pay for their service or somebody wants to you know, quit care or change their care plan or um, you know, have, a, have a conversation about something that's difficult for them. And when you smile, when you're engaging with a smile, it's disarming. It makes the interaction easier. It's so much easier to talk to somebody that's smiling than to some than talk to somebody who is stern. Okay? Now, here's the problem. If you don't smile, you're automatically seen as being stern or disinterested. Okay? So and, and that's not fair because you may be very interested and you may be very passionate about listening to the person, but if you're not smiling, you're automatically seen as disinterested or stern. And so that's the bummer is that you have to smile if you want to be seen as cordial, if you want to be seen as friendly, if you want to be seen as someone uh, that's comfortable to speak to, you have to smile. You have to. So just suck it up and do it. The other piece is people want to do business with charming people. Okay? You're much better looking when you smile, and that's just the truth. There's something just magnetic when people smile, and you just want to be around them right? I mean, you just, you feel more comfortable in their presence and you want to be around them more and more and more. People that don't smile, man, you just, you don't feel very comfortable around them. And we want people to be comfortable around us. Number three, call people by their name. The most delicious thing to a human being is when their name is used in conversation so call people by their name and um, you know if you just meet them if if you've just met them for the first time part of my tactic is I forget people's names about 10 seconds after I hear it okay and I, I know there's a few of you that are nodding right now that you do the same because this is a common problem people when you introduce yourself they say okay my name is Craig and like five seconds later you're thinking about what you're gonna say next or whatever and you've completely forgot their name right and so my tactic is instantly as soon as, as soon as somebody says their name say well Craig tell me where you grew up where did you grow up Craig I just said the person's name twice, okay? And so that helps me remember their name because I want to remember them because if I can remember them later, especially if they can't remember my name, they're going to be impressed by that. They're going to feel loved. They're going to feel like they're important. We want people to feel important and they will feel important if you call them by name. So use their name 
Don't use a nickname. Don't make something up. Don't be cute. Don't do anything weird. Whatever they introduce their name as, use that. Use their name. And uh, like I said, you know, it, it use it as many times as possible in that first conversation with somebody so that it sticks, okay? And if you need to do something fun, if they've got a really goofy name, um, you know, uh, then come up with something in order to remember it. You know, if somebody's name is Anna, you know, come up with Anna Banana. I don't, I don't care. What, whatever you got to do to remember the person's name, okay? And sometimes even, and this is kind of fun, sometimes uh, when I hear somebody's name and they say it, um, I will literally say, uh, oh, you know, Gertrude, how am I going to remember, how am I going to remember your name, Gertrude? What's like a good way to remember your name? And chances are they have like a funny little thing and they'll say, well, oftentimes my dad called me Gertie. And so you can call me Dirty Gertie or she he used to call me Dirty Gertie. You know, I'm making this up. Okay. But, um, if sometimes if you ask people, they will, they will tell you, you can call me this because people have used this as a way to remember my name and bingo it sticks and then because they've given you permission to be more personal with them okay maybe dirty gertie is a bad example here but you know if they've given you permission to to do that then why not in the future you know and uh, there's a there's a person in in my office that when she comes in, she is the only person in my entire practice um, whose name is Wilma. And so when she comes in, I say, my favorite Wilma, come on over, you're next. And every single time then she comes over and she says, my favorite Dr. Jeff. And so we have that little thing that happens before every adjustment, every single time. And that has become our thing. So I never forget her name. And I always call her my favorite. Okay? So it's personal. The name is, uh, your, your name is musical. It's music to your ears. And it's personal. Number four. Two parts here. Second is more, most important. Be friendly and be helpful. Be friendly and be helpful. Well, clearly, friendly is just a no-brainer, right? Again, back to nobody wants to do business with somebody who's not friendly. People want to do business with people that they like. Friendliness begets you know, liking someone, okay? But the second piece here is be helpful. Be friendly and helpful. Always be looking for something that you can do for someone. And you, you can actually say those words, you guys. Say those words to somebody. How can I help you today? Is there something that I can do for you? Okay. Now, automatically in the service industry, we are serving people and we are doing something for them automatically. But if you'll notice, um, like at a restaurant, a good server is always going to ask, is there anything else I can get for you right now? And then, of course, we have our mouths full and we look up and we're like, give them a thumbs up. We're good. We're good. But always, always ask. 
Is there anything else I can do for you today? Is there something more that I can do for you? I always ask uh, when I'm um, done with my first visit with people, I do a day one and a day two. So day one is consultation, exam, x-rays. And I do a little little bit of explaining. I uh, set the groundwork for our philosophy and, and our mission and what we do and how we do it. And I always ask before they're done, I always say, are there any quick questions that I can answer for you today? We're going we're gonna to answer a lot more questions next time I see you, but is there anything urgent that I need to answer for you today? And I give them that opportunity because some, if something's burning in their mind and they just have to know um, before they leave, I want them to have an opportunity to ask that question, okay? Now, it might be something that I'm going to explain to them on the next visit, so they might say, well, what caused that bend in my, in my spine? And then I'll just look at them and I'll say, that's a, that's a great question. That's a great question. I'm going to go into detail about the answer to that question, but let me just tell you this. There's about a thousand things that can cause this, but there's only a few things that can change this and correct this. And I'm going to go through the whole process of how to correct this, but we will touch on what are some of the things that can cause this. And so we'll touch on that the next time I see you, okay? Um, But don't worry, we're going to cover that. So I didn't really answer the question, but I let them know that I hear you. I hear you, okay? Number five, be cordial. Cordial is an interesting word. It's an interesting word. And if you look it up, one of the definitions of cordial is genuine pleasure. You know when somebody's full of crap, when they say it's great to meet you or something like that, and you know when they're not, or you know when, when they really mean it. There is an authenticity and a genuineness to your tone, to how you speak, your gestures, using your hands, using your shoulders, using your body, using your face, your eyes, your mouth, your teeth, everything. There is a genuineness when you mean it. There is a genuine pleasure when you shake somebody's hand and you give it a good squeeze and you say, you know, it has absolutely been a pleasure to talk to you today. I can't wait to chat with you again on your next visit. A genuine pleasure needs to be expressed. And that is just being cordial. And I know that's kind of a proper word, um, but you know what? Proper emotion and proper um, care for people is professional. It is proper. It needs to be appropriate. And it needs to be genuine. It needs to be authentic. We're going to be doing a a podcast and and kind of a workshop on how to be authentic. It it sounds weird to even say, how do you do this? But it's, it's something that we need to master. How to be, and, and here's the challenge is that you may be sitting there right now listening to this thinking, well, I am authentic. I am genuine. I genuinely do care. Can you genuinely and accurately express it so that they know, so that people know? Can they feel it from you? Because if they can't, then you've got to work on this, right? 
And you may be sitting there going, well, how do I, how do, I do this? And I'm going to give you guys tools on how to be expressive in a way that people will know that you are genuine. Okay, so we are going to be covering that in a, in a future podcast. So be looking for that. All right, so these are the first five commandments of human relations. Let me just repeat them here real quick to you. Number one is speak to people everywhere. Make sure you are talking, you are opening your mouth, you are giving compliments, saying a few kind words, starting conversations that may change the course of other people's lives. Okay, number two, smile at people, show them your teeth. You know, make sure that you are expressing through your mouth, through your teeth, so that they can see your kindness on your face. Number three, call people by that magical name that they have, okay? And don't forget it. Figure out ways to remember people's names because when you call them by name, it is like music to their ears. Number four is be friendly and helpful. Being friendly is just being a Labrador retriever. Being helpful is going another step and making sure that you are honoring them and asking them, is there something else I can do for you today? Actually asking people if you can help them. And number five, being cordial and having a genuine a genuine pleasure about you so that people can authentically feel and know that you are kind and willing to help. Okay, these are the first five. Thank you for listening. Stay hungry, my friends, because we are always, always, always focused on paying it forward. Cairo Feast.